Hey everybody, it's Michael Martin. Thanks for being here. You know, we're in this reflective mood now because we've got the time. Got a few decent remarks about the whole ritual versus routine uh, episode a while back. And it's all good stuff. You know, you got to do what you feel is, is best for you when you get up in the morning, start to start your day right, and, uh, you know, go from there. Kind of like a pre-launch countdown, you know, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, that way, but doesn't necessarily add to the profitability. A lot of folks wrote, they like to get up, put the running shoes on that are right by the bed, go hit their favorite running trail or park or road, make it happen. Some folks go right for the coffee machine. Me? I start my day with a beer. <laughs> no, just kidding. That's a sparkling water. Um, I do have a you know a bit of coffee. like to get some exercise in. Being where I'm at, though, the days kind of start awfully early, so there's not a whole lot of time super early to go in and do other things and to prepare for, you know, what have you. So at the end of the day, I think it's important to monitor that, but don't beat yourself up if you can't turn, you know, making your morning coffee into $500. I don't think that's the point. I think we want to definitely differentiate, though, where do your morning tasks evolve into your process? Where is that inflection point where it trades, it, it changes over from, I need, here's what I need to do to be a human being in the morning, and here's where I pass the baton to me, yourself, the trader, and you start going about your business that way. Um, because there's a lot of, of um, there are a lot of tasks that need to get done to be a trader. And I think the smarter ones, you know, delegate those. They're certainly highly aware of them. You know, the bigger firms, they have assistants and interns who can kind of get that all done. So, and some of them are kind of tricky. For example, if you're good at building spreadsheets, you know, that can be good, but if you don't turn that analysis into making money, it's a task, and it just takes up a lot of time. Even, and I'll make this analogy on how to know who, who you are and what makes you tick. At accounting firms and law firms, you have people who are good at going out and getting the business, and then you've got the inside folks, and they typically can become like principals. They're not typically partners, right? The partners are the closers, the people who bring in the bucks, Right? Yet they still need highly competent people to execute right, the law and accounting. And so when you look at that, you can see in your own behavior, where are you acting like a partner at an accounting firm or where are you acting like a person who's you know, the head of a, a certain department? Because it's all valuable, but I think knowing what role you're playing at any given day, especially since so much of trading is you doing it yourself it becomes important to kind of know what hat you're wearing during any particular part of the day. Because then you could measure that behavior quantitatively, like how much time am I dedicating to the tasks? How much time am I dedicating to actually making the money? But then you could also kind of say, okay, well, how can I string these together and kind of create a system out of it? Because some of the tasks do need to get done, right? We're not saying that the tasks are unimportant, we're just saying that you can't be doing tasks four hours into the trading day, right? Some people do that as a way to kind of hide behind feelings that they don't want to feel. Remember I said that once before? The feelings that you don't want to feel are just as powerful as the ones that you do. So 
one of the ways that happens is through your rituals and your routines and then your tasks. Like if you spend your days doing tasks, you'll feel certainly busy and you'll probably have a sense of accomplishment. But at the end of the day, if it's just about setting up computer monitors, making coffee and building out a spreadsheet to calculate the ATR across 60 different commodities, that's all great. But I don't know how that's going to turn into a trading plan. Maybe you do. And I'm just using that again as an example of, of watching your behavior and monitoring where you put your efforts and your time because you can't get your time back. And so that kind of also speaks to the I can versus IQ argument, right? There's a lot of information. There's a lot of things to learn. And just monitor that and set a goal for yourself when you might go live and start putting risk on because that's where the trading part is. Even if it's emotional IQ, you really start to learn when there's real risk on, okay? So that's kind of like the soup to nuts version of everything in and around that. And uh, it's a good question. It's always good to be conscious of your behavior. And then you could at least keep track of it, monitor it. What gets monitored can get improved. And uh, that's that. Any questions, you know where to reach me. Thanks for listening. Um, if you want the free copy of the Inner Voice of Trading audiobook, just go to martinchronicle.com. You can get it there. Thank you very much for being here. I'll see you next episode.